Can the Miami Heat keep shooting 40-plus threes a game when Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo return? We debate coming up next. You are Locked On Heat, your daily Miami Heat podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to a special Locked On Heat debate. However you may be listening on YouTube, Odyssey, or wherever you get your podcasts, thank you for making Locked On Heat your first listen every day. I'm Wes Goldberg here with David Rommel, and we are having a specific debate today about whether or not the Miami Heat should keep spacing the floor the way they have been during this recent run when Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo return. And I just will give the listeners a behind-the-scenes look here, David. This is a real debate that you and I are having. This is not for show. This is not... You and I have been texting about this. We're like, you know what? Let's make this a whole episode. I think the Heat should absolutely lean all the way into this three-point shooting stuff that they've been doing. Eric Spolster has said they're not jacking up shots, and they aren't, but they are shooting more than 40, almost 53s a game in order to sort of compensate for Jimmy and Bam not being available. But I think they've stumbled onto something here. I think they should keep leaning into this. I think they can keep leaning into this when Jimmy and Bam are healthy. What do you think? I think it's a fantastic style of play. I think it's aesthetically pleasing. It's been successful, and it certainly makes up for your inefficiencies. It's just another way of proving that Eric Spolstra, when given the opportunity to come up with a solution to a problem, he'll always find it because that's just as good as coach as he is. However, it's not whether or not they can do it. I'm sorry. It's not whether they should do it. It's whether they can do it. I feel like this is the reverse Jeff Goldblum from Jurassic Park here. When 40% of your starting lineup can't shoot the three, then what's the point of saying that this is a style that Miami can continue to adopt? That's my point. Well, I, I, I think that Bam, this is a lot to do with Bam. And I know that he's been reluctant and Eric Spolster has said, you know, why are people so obsessed with Bam shooting threes? <laughs> this is why. This is why. And I think he can't. And look, he doesn't need to go out and start throwing up four, five, six threes a game, right? He doesn't need to be Carl Anthony Towns necessarily out there. But Dwayne Dedman took one three-pointer last night in that blowout win against the Pacers. He'll take one or two per game. I think that's sure. fine for Bam. He's got the touch. He can take that shot. He's been reluctant to do it. I don't know if it's a comfortability thing. I don't know if it's just a function of his role in the offense where he's more of a playmaking hub, sort of yeah. in that high post area, right? Um, but they need to get it out there where he's – you can do all that same stuff just beyond the three-point line. And that's sort of my point. Just do it out there. Space the floor a little bit more. Um, Jimmy Butler, yeah, he's not shooting a bunch of threes for you. I understand that. Um, but he doesn't play the whole game. And when he does play, the way that he drives and kicks and can and, and collapses the paint in a way that nobody else on the Miami Heat can, I think would actually generate a lot of threes for his teammates. So it wouldn't look exactly the same. I'm really focused on that number. Eric Spolster isn't. He keeps saying, you know, we're not looking for a target number. I am. I'm looking for a target number. I want 43s a game. Right now, the Heat are about 42, 44 three-pointers per game this last you know couple of weeks. It doesn't yeah. have to be all that much. I think 40 is that sweet spot. If you take that down a notch because you're allowing about six and a half mid-range attempts between Bam and Jimmy, which is what they've averaged this season, I'm okay with that. But try to get up to 43s a game because those nights where you're shooting 22 of them, where you're shooting 30 of them, I just don't think it works. And the way to maximize this offense is to get guys like Duncan and Max Drews and Gabe Vincent, all those guys, let it fly. Tyler Hero, let it fly. 
Look, you look at the way Deadman gets a majority of those three-pointers. He makes a big play, grabs a rebound, outlets to a streaking Kyle Lowry. Lowry drives the lane, kicks it out to a trailing Deadman. And sure, he's wide open because he's Dwayne Deadman because nobody's really making him the focus of their defensive pressure there. That's not the case with Bam Adebayo. He gets that rebound. He's off and running. He's initiating the fast break. That's his role in the offense. And so when you look at what Bam does, I just don't see those opportunities for him to have those wide-open threes. That's not to say he doesn't get the wide-open jumper on occasion, but that's more normally where his role is from the elbow, where he's facilitating offense, using the dribble handoff for Duncan or for anybody else. Could he do instead of that fake dribble handoff and then he kind of takes the Bam keeper? Maybe the Bam three-pointer? I I think he has enough – he's got enough in his bag, I think, where he could take a step, you know, use that little dribble – and take a step back behind the line because I think he can do it. Look, we've seen footage, grainy, whatever, practice video of him doing exactly that. But I think that's in his bag. I think he's just not comfortable. And I feel like that's just not who he is as a player. And as a result, he's just not looking for his three-point shot. I wish he would. I really do wish he would. Again, it's not whether or not I, I wouldn't like to see this style of play. I just don't think it's the way this team is currently built. And I'd like that they have the capacity to do this. When they change their lineups around, when you insert a Max Struess, you know, you still have Tyler off the bench. He can play the system, too, although the mid-range game is a big part of his offense. I just look at what Jimmy can do and what Bam is supposed to be doing in this offense, and it just doesn't seem like the three-point shot is ever realistically going to be there. I wonder if there's a way to stagger Jimmy and Bam a little bit throughout the game, um, because we know that they've been staggering Kyle and Tyler, Jimmy and Kyle to a certain degree. I wonder if that might be the solution where you kind of have one of those guys, one of those mid-range masters, so to speak, yeah. in Jimmy yeah. and Bam, just with a bunch of shooters. Because you look at the rest of this lineup, David, it's all shooters. It's yeah. all shooters. Like I said, I talked about in the, after that Pacers loss or that Pacers win. It turns out that he had the best three-point shooting team in the league sitting on its bench. You got Max Struess, Gabe Vincent, Caleb Martin eventually coming back who's shooting 38% from three. Uh, you know, obviously Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, you've got really legitimate three-point shooters on this bench, and you're going to need to find time for them to play when everybody else is healthy. Markeith Morris can make the corner three. P.J. Tucker is shooting, you know, 46% from the corners this year. When he's right. healthy, he could be a part of this, right? I, I, I do think that there's a way that the Heat can do this. Pairing up Duncan Robinson and Max Struess together, putting yep. multiple three-pointers on the court at the same time, uh, while having Jimmy and Bam as sort of the fulcrum of the offense, the guys who put the pressure on the paint and kick out, because that's the other thing, right? Eric Spolster keeps saying, we're not just jacking up threes, and they're not. You look at all the threes they took last night, David, for the most part, you know, they're coming out of drives and kicks, kind of putting pressure on the paint, sucking that defense in, and then spraying out. And yeah, Indiana likes to play closer to the rim defensively because of the Absolutely. size of their front court, but they've been doing this, right? And I know that there's, there's a lot of variance here, but that's why I think that you can even improve on this a little bit more, right? When you have guys like Jimmy, guys like Bam, guys like Tyler, who consistently can get to their spots and create their own shot, I just think that all the spacing that they could get by t- taking 43s a game or something close to it would only help them. Yeah, you know, I was just looking right now. I Even as we're having this debate, I had no idea that the Indiana Pacers – I, I, you probably wouldn't even be able to guess this. Would you guess what their rank is in terms of three pointers mm-hmm. allowed in, in in the term and the, in the third I, league? Uh, uh, probably close to the most allowed, or no? <laughs> the least. They're second really? least. Yeah, they only give up thirty on average. 
They gave up 49, a franchise record number of three-pointers. Huh. And you would guess that that's the opposite considering their size. So I imagine whether or not if you go up against teams like the Milwaukee Bucks or the Charlotte Hornets that by design give up a ton of threes, I wonder if Miami could even eclipse the 53-pointer mark, uh, especially if they have the right lineup out yeah. there. It's an interesting question. i like question. to see them do it. They got to yeah. 49 last night. They were so close. I wanted them so badly to get to 50 just because, you know, you want the 50-burger. Um, <laughs> I think there's something here. I think there is a middle ground. You don't want Jimmy Butler taking four threes a game, right? That's not his game. He's not very good at that. You want him pressuring the room. But yeah. I, I think what we're, what we're really talking about here, if we want to even kind of go broader scope uh, on this Heat roster, is how do you find time for all these guys? Mm. I, I just – even Casey Akpala has shown a propensity to shoot the three ball. I don't know – I don't know where this leaves the Heat. I do think they need to find time for specifically the three, Max Struess, Gabe Vincent, Kayla Martin, when all are healthy and available. These are guys that were not factors in that when we kind of were coming into the season as far as depth was concerned. They were like the deepest part of the depth. I think they're core parts of the rotation now. They've earned it. And that three-point shooting, I mean, we're talking about 38% three-point shooters at the very least across the board when, when, when we're talking about those three guys. Those are three of the Miami Heat's four best three-point shooters. They need to find ways to get them on the floor. Then regardless of system, regardless of what we're talking about, regardless if it's Bam or Jimmy, the three-point shooting will be better just by having those three on the floor more often than they were at the start of the season. Yeah. I keep coming back to a point that we talked about on yesterday's episode after the Pacers went, that Spo was the one dictating the terms. It feel, I feel as strongly about this as I did as the personnel changes that he made during the Orlando bubbles. This was him understanding the, the strengths of that roster and the way it was comprised and saying, you know what, we're going to roll out Jay Crowder even though we started Myers Leonard for the bulk of the season. And I think that's the way it's going to move forward is that he's going to have to recognize individual matchups. He's going to recognize on a game-to-game basis and certainly within the context of a seven-game playoff series how to define the terms, how to lean into what this team does well. And right now, and probably for the rest of the season, barring any kind of major roster change, it's three-point shooting. It's the strength of this team. Having to find a way to incorporate Jimmy and Bam will be Spoh's biggest challenge, but I think he's up to it. Yeah, and and I think you're absolutely right. And you look across, you know, the last few years here of um, three-point shooting teams, the teams that ranked in the top 10 just in mm-hmm. three-point shooting attempts tended to go really far in the playoffs, and, and, and it, it's kind of been a prerequisite to win the championship with the exception of the Lakers in that bubble, which was... You could argue the Lakers in the bubble were more of a fluke than the Heat, considering what they were doing from three-point range. But, um, yeah. Well, no, I, 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 one more point here. Sure. I, you know, we, you just mentioned right now you don't want Jimmy shooting a lot of threes. Well, why not? I mean, I was just thinking right now about those teams that sh- shot a lot of threes. James Harden is the one who's leading the offense. Mm-hmm. He could be Jimmy in that sense. He can mix and match up. He can get to the line. He can get to the rim at will. That's just the nature of his game. He can shoot the mid-range. But why not spread the floor on occasion? Why not just pepper – Four three-pointers a game. I don't think it's wasted opportunities. If he hits one or two per game, that's a great average for him. I think that would be fantastic. And it just keeps the defenses guessing. It allows guys like Jimmy, I'm sorry, like Duncan, uh, like Bam, like P.J. Tucker, who has been really adept at cutting to the rim and finding those teams of the defense. And Jimmy's such a great playmaker that he'll be able to create offense that way. As long as you have to respect the three-point shot, that's the point right now. Defenses know that Jimmy's not going to shoot it. If he starts shooting it, if he changes – the, the scouting report on him a little bit. Maybe you start to see all these new wrinkles and then you put the defense on their ed- on an edge there where they can't recover and all of a sudden that creates new opportunities for this offense. 
I don't disagree with you. I think four is a little much, maybe two a game even. And I think that would accomplish exactly what you're talking about, to your point. Um, you know, and then you, you defenses have to respect him. They have to they, they can't play off of him, cutting off those driving lanes right. that, like you were talking about. But of course, right. you also want Jimmy Butler attacking those, like bullying those smaller guards that he gets switched on to so often and then creating a scrambling defense and then kicking out the shooters. But I'm with you. That's really what we're talking about here. When you've got that three ball, as respectable as it is with the the, the shooters that the Heat have, you kind of have to lean into it. And I do believe that there is a silver lining to Jimmy Butler's tailbone injury, to Bam Adebayo's four to six week procedure here, that they found they discovered some legitimate bona fide three point shooters that they could build some really interesting rotations with going forward. And I think Eric Spolster's job will be figuring out sort of how weirdly enough. How to fold Jimmy and Bam back into this. I don't think this will be the same Heat team that we saw before the injury. I think it's going to look a little bit different uh, by the end of the season. And that's the way it should be, right? That's the way it's supposed to be. Do you Um, roll it out incrementally, though? Like when Jimmy comes back, it'll come back sooner than Bam. Do you start making those changes early on? And then once Bam comes back, then it's a matter of him figuring out how he folds into the offense? Yeah, I mean, Spo has been pretty consistent with saying that they're not doing anything differently right now, right? They're just, it looks a little bit different because you don't have Jimmy and Bam kind of doing it slow down out of the mid post kind of stuff. Um, but they are doing the same basic things where it's get to the paint, spray out the shooters. Right. I, I, I don't know if it'll be incremental. I just think if you're trying, if you find playing time for Struess and Gabe Vincent and, and you keep letting Tyler Hero do Tyler Hero things, like, I think the three point shooting is just going to come. And as Duncan Robinson, of course, has come out of this slump, which he basically has over the last 10 games. I think the slump is pretty much over. Not to say he won't have a bad game here and there, but the slump's done. Um, All right. Stay tuned here on Locked On Heat. We have our Christmas wish list for every player on the Miami Heat. That's coming up next on YouTube or in your podcast feed, so be on a lookout for that. This has been Locked On Heat. Thank you for making Locked On Heat your first listen every day. Stay tuned. We'll catch you next time. (laughs) 